In today's episode, we're discussing what got you to pick up the mandolin the first time. For all of us, there has been one moment when we actually put our hands at the very first time to this instrument. I remember when it happened to me, and in this episode, we're going to hear what the community has to say about it. Hey there, music makers. I'm Hayes Griffin. I'm Magnus Sedlund. And welcome to the Mandolin Secrets Podcast, a show where we take a deeper look at what's happening in the world of Mandolin Secrets. Each episode, we're going to tackle our questions of the week, unpack the latest Mandolin Secrets lessons, and answer your questions about mandolin, guitar, and all things music. In this week's episode, we'll be discussing uh, what got you to pick up the mandolin for the first time. Like Magnus said in the intro there, that's a pretty special moment for a lot of people, and you've probably got something to say about it in the community. Uh, but before we dive into this week's discussion, be sure to head to mandolinsecrets.com forward slash podcast to sign up for reminders about our upcoming episodes. If you can't tune in, never fear, just search Mandolin Secrets Podcast on your favorite podcast platform and subscribe to get updates when we release a new episode. Yes, and there's also another question coming uh, to the community. We asked them, is music a social activity for you or do you just play by yourself? And this is actually a thing that I'm, I'm thinking for myself today. Because uh, I don't know what you are saying, Hayes, but I mean, it can be a bit lonely being a content creator. Can, couldn't it be? <laughs> oh, man. This is uh, this is one of my favorite categories of YouTube videos to watch these days is like content creators talking about how lonely it is to be a content creator. Have you seen this? <laughs> well, I haven't watched any of that video for a long time, but I, I, I'm, I'm not um, surprised there is videos like that out there. Yeah. I, yeah. And I think... And I, I mean, especially for someone like you and me, that is also... We are used to doing music, I mean, with other people, like playing shows, doing rehearsals and all that. And being a content creator is very different from that. Um, and I, I, I mean, so the question was, is music a social activity for you? Well, for, for you and me, I know it, it's not only social activity, it's our even our work or professional work, what you can call it but yeah. still i'm sometimes really missing that part the social activity especially when i'm here in the studio preparing all the lessons and doing all these kind of things and um well I, i'm going to tie into that soon but what in the videos you're talking about is there any like theme or how do people treat this this lonely feeling coming out of yeah it's it's really interesting what f a lot of folks talk about because I, I think a lot of um content creators are trying to relate this um to burnout there's a lot of you know i guess activities surrounding people being content creators not having the social aspect that they did in their profession or their chosen niche like you and i are talking about so it's like they, they take their favorite thing in the world and then they isolate themselves in a studio and they work, 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 work to create all this content. And then after a while, they, they miss that original kind of spark that got them into the, to that like niche and they, and they burn out. They, they 
stop creating and doing all that stuff. Um, So that's, that's kind of like the theme that I noticed, but, but to kind of speak to what you were saying a minute ago, I, I definitely, I got involved in music initially as a social activity. It was like, you know, I took private guitar lessons and all that kind of stuff, but my teacher pretty quickly put me into a band with some of his other private students to kind of like learn how to interact with each other socially. And I've talked a million times about my best friend, Jacob, right? The guy that, you know, fixes all my instruments and all that stuff. That's how he and I met was in Mm. that group. Okay. Long time ago then. Yeah. It was like, I think we determined I was like 14 maybe when, when that happened. But, but as time goes on, music became less of a social activity for me. Kind of like you're talking about, like now I'm, I'm sitting in the basement. I'm like, oh, I have to practice this thing by myself just to make a video for it. It's not like I'm going to go jam with Magnus or Jacob on this tune that I'm working on. You know, it's like, like, yeah, which is kind of interesting to think. Yes, about, absolutely. Know. And I'm, I'm interested to hear for the responses from some of the people in the community. But I can ask, so here's my way of tackling this. Um, as a content creator, because I recently also invited people to my studio to record the content with them. Uh, and I think it, it's, it really comes from when you were here visiting me and we were playing. Uh, I mean, then it's, it's double the fun, really, doing it together. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I'm looking forward to... I mean, I could... Uh, there's actually, to be very precise, it's six... Uh, Swedish fiddle tunes that I'm I'm preparing and I'm about to record and I just thought no I don't just record these tunes myself I'm gonna invite one of my favorite f- uh, fiddle players a friend of me is coming here and I'm recording this with her instead so and uh, hopefully this is also I think it will add something for the content so that the the community the listeners the viewers will pick up some good vibes from absolutely and i know you're great about this stuff already in terms of maintaining a work-life balance but if you create those opportunities to jam with your buddies in the midst of working you're not going to burn out right yeah 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 absolutely and i and i i even felt like um it felt good for me reaching out to her Offering her an opportunity for work, yeah, <laughs> to, to to drop by, and uh, I could even see her appreciating it. So um, I think that's also like one of the what the the pros about being a content creator that we can actually yeah get other people's involved in it. But enough talk about me and what w- what are some answers from the community? Yeah, there's kind of interesting varied stuff you know um most people when i saw in our community they weren't specifically talking about the music that they play on like mandolin and stuff like that so it's like you know but um like gail from the community says i sing with a group acapella i would love to find a jam group to play mandolin with how do i do that you know so one of her it's like there's an interest in playing mandolin socially with people but mandolin We've talked about this. It's kind of a niche instrument a little bit, you know, so it it may be harder. Um, And then Jane says the same thing here. She says, many years ago, I used to run a choir, but now I play for myself along with my backing tracks and accompaniment. So it's almost like singing 
is like this really social thing for people, you know what I mean? But they're having, there's like some difficulty or some kind of barrier between like playing an instrument with other people I almost see in the community. Um, yeah, and I mean, the way I'm picking up the most of people in our community is uh, there's very few like professional players. There's mm-hmm. like semi, semi-professional maybe. and But uh, I guess in one way or another, I think the social activity is kind of tied into our way of making music. I think even, you know, that that's the reason why people are listening to the podcast like this. That's mm-hmm. the reason why people are joining us in the academy, in the guitar club. It's for being a part of uh, something that is bigger than yourself. And it, it makes music and uh, life better. Yeah, absolutely. E- even the people here that are saying like that they play for themselves or play by themselves mostly, uh, uh, Jane and a few other f- folks make reference to the fact that they play with backing tracks. And think about that, like a backing track is just kind of like a computer uh, representation of playing with a group of people, you know? Yeah. So like they're even, still working on the skill, you know? Absolutely. And it's even like in some uh, situations they're playing with us a recorded version of <laughs> of, 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 of us playing so exactly uh, it, it, it's 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 difficult to isolate uh, music from uh, any kind of social thing but it's still a valid, so. it's it is a valid question yeah absolutely but it's kind of interesting right like I mean, even Joan here, I'm looking at another answer in the community. She, she says that she, uh, I have always loved playing just by myself. And often it's a form of meditation and quiet personal time for me, um, which is, that's really cool. But then she goes on to say that she also plays in nursing homes and things like that to help, like, you know, spread some joy to like elderly people and stuff like that. So that's pretty. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's a very nice way of using your music skills, right? Yeah. Playing at a nursery home or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I also think I'm reading the question, was, or do you just play by yourself? And at the same time, everything I just said, still the best time of my day is when I'm having my like little practice session with myself, <laughs> sort of. Yeah. Same, but here. <laughs> I, yeah, but still, I mean, I, it's. I guess it's also the way that 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 my own playing the mandolin by myself it supports this kind of the yeah the the when we're involved in music making with others. So yeah, if absolutely. I, mm, you have yes. to practice by yourself in order to be able to, you know, that is yeah, link up with people mm. socially. Exactly. Yeah, so a complex question. It's, it looked very simple from the very... Yeah. <laughs> but it's a an, it's an, lot of depth in it, in it. Yeah, I guess. Um, so let's move on to the second question we have. And that is on what got you to pick up the mandolin the first time? What got you to pick up... Yeah, the mandolin the first time. Um... Anything from the community that stands out right there? 
Yeah, there were some funny answers. Nathan says, I was tired of lugging an upright bass around for 25 years. Oh, that's (laughs) a really good reason right there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, much uh, smaller form factor in the mandolin. Um, So I thought that was was fun. Um, Steve says that he heard uh, Shady Grove by Jerry Garcia and David Grisman. And that was one of the things that got him to pick it up for the first time. So that's, you know, pretty legendary um, kind of recording. Um, and then uh, th- this is, I thought was another funny answer. This is actually kind of why, kind of why I picked up the mandolin. Um, but Willard in the Facebook community says uh, the reason he decided to pick up mandolin was that he was going to a jam with 16 people and 12 of them were guitar players. <laughs> I can relate to that a lot, actually. Right? Well, you and me, we started as guitar players, right? So, like, it's it's no mistake that that we relate to that kind of answer. No. Um, And for me, it wasn't that the reason that made me pick it up the first time, maybe. But I I tell you, that's the reason why I kept playing it. mm -hmm. Because I I, I just felt there there was a space for me playing mandolin beside all these guitars and i think that's more related to my answer too it's it's Mm -hmm. interesting well because you could use your skills from guitar to probably gain pretty reasonable fluency on it right yeah straight away and uh, and not even that i was like surrounded by many guitars but i but in any situation i played there was another guitar or string player and the mandolin just it sits very well along with another like low pitched uh, uh, fretted stringed instruments. I would say. Agreed. And this is. Oh, sorry. No. no, I just said agreed. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. No, but this. Uh, so, w- what got me to pick up the mandolin the first time? This was. I think I might have shared this story with some of you before, but. I was at this time I was 19 years old and I started to do concerts. This time I was playing with a, a singer and we were doing well a gig like every weekend or so and I needed a guitar with an internal microphone. At least I thought I needed one. So <laughs> I I was checking and I I also knew what I wanted sort of and I I was checking like like the something similar to well in the in the newspaper there was they were selling things you know and i went there to to look at this guitar and this guy it was a decent guitar and i I actually bought it but but he said i'm selling this because i'm gonna gonna uh, i'm gonna buy a mandola he said uh, excuse me what did you say a mandola Uh uh-huh never knew what well it's quite kind of similar to to the Irish bazooka. Have you heard the Irish bazooka? No, I never heard it, I said. And he brought it out. He had this uh, hanging on the wall. And I and uh, Irish bazooka, always like an octave mandolin. And he, he played this for me, like play a few tunes. I was mesmerized. So I, I, I just thought it sounded so cool. And he said, it's kind of like a big mandolin, he said. And I was like, okay. So I left from this guy with this new guitar, 
but I wanted to play that other instrument that he was playing. And then, just two weeks later, in the same newspaper, someone was selling a mandolin for $60. <laughs> and I, I oh, oh, here it is. So I went there to this uh, woman and, and bought that from her, an old, like, very... I must say very simple mandolin from the 50s. And I knew nothing about it other than what I just heard this guy when he was playing it. So um, I had an, I, I think my only kind of reference for the mandolin, it was watching uh, like the, this, uh, the Disney movie, Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. And there is this, the chefs are playing some accordion and mandolin. Uh, that was kind of my, my, so I, 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 I mean, I could, uh, like mimic the tremolo from the very start. Cause I thought that's how the mandolin should sound sort of, <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's been a quite interesting. That's a great way into the mandolin. You know, I, I don't think, uh. I, I love hearing people's discovery phase for this instrument. Cause like for you, you didn't even really know what it was, you know, but then the first time you kind of see or hear about one, it's like, I have to figure yeah. out that thing. Right. You know? Like, yes. And it, I also feel it's like a coincidence almost. Yeah. If, if I, from that point when he was showing me those instruments, if I have stumbled on an Irish bazooki, or a mandola or an octomandolin, I would probably have picked up that instrument first. And there had been a probably longer way for me going to the mandolin sort of. So it, it was almost like a coincidence. Um, and uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm very grateful for, <laughs> for that happening. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks to whoever that guy was that showed you what a bazooki was. <laughs> Never met him uh, uh, um, before or after that day. And I kind of kept my eyes out because there weren't that many like Irish bazooki players, but he, he, he seemed to have disappeared. <laughs> that seems eerie to me, dude. You know, maybe he was like a, a wizard or something like that, you know? He's... Yeah, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> time traveler. He was like, he had to go back to that point in time just yeah. to make sure that Magnus picked up the mandolin or otherwise yes. the world was going to end, you know? <laughs> uh, I, I sometimes have referred it as, as I felt like the mandolin found me and not the other yeah. way around. <laughs> I'm yeah. Not, well, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> but great, i man. guess for you it was different you have been i mean playing bluegrass guitar in this circus you've seen the mandolin quite a while yeah it was my my buddy jacob well my mm. teacher john who taught me and jacob was probably the first person oh. i saw play a mandolin yeah. and uh it was funny with john because he was a guitar teacher so mm -hmm. he had like one of these old fender f style mandolins it was like a you know cheaper instrument or whatever um mm. and he would tune it like the top four strings of a guitar <laughs> so oh, that's brilliant <laughs> yeah right <laughs> so so he could use all of his guitar he didn't have to like learn how to play the yeah. mandolin you know oh i um, love it <laughs> yeah but but then he actually got some like, like a ukulele students. sort of yeah exactly it, it would have mm. been exactly like a, a ukulele only not tuned up a fourth right like no. just like the top yeah, yeah. like 
Um, <laughs> but that's great, right? Like that was my yeah. first exposure to it. And then mm. Jacob started taking lessons with him and he's started doing like real mandolin stuff in GDAE tuning, you know? Okay. Um, yeah. And then Jacob and I got together in, in jamming mm. when we were teenagers. And it's natural, like, if I'm the guitar player and he's the mandolin player, at some point we're going to be like, hey, man, let's switch and see what happens, you know? Yeah. So that was kind of my first exposure to a mandolin being in my mm. hands and, like, mm. playing one. Uh, we learned the tune, uh, The Girl I Left Behind Me. That's still, like, one of the only actual mm. flat pick tunes that Jacob can play on the guitar, and it was the first one uh. that I learned to play on the on the mandolin. But, <laughs> but then it was, like, beyond that, it was, like, 14 years or 12 years before I started... Like before, I bought my own mandolin and started taking it seriously, and yeah, all this kind of stuff. I was in my mm. mid twenties, I would say, when I started mm. taking mandolin seriously. Yeah, and was that because of like the electric mandolin, or or yes. was Tiny more <laughs> before or after your serious period of mandolin? He, he was the the catalyst for my catalyst. serious period on okay. the on the mandolin because I yeah. I heard uh, I. This is still like one of the few breaks that I have of Tiny's that's memorized like f- fully in my mind. But I heard the tune um, uh, "I'll Have Somebody Else" by Bob Wills and his Texas mm-hmm. Playboys, and Tiny takes one of the most ripping mandolin solos I've ever heard in my entire life on that tune. And I was like, I thought it was you know like most people, I thought it was guitar at first, but I was like, wow, that guitar player is playing like all above the twelfth fret. Like, how does oh. that that mm-hmm. work out? You know. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I figured out, because Bob shouts out in the middle of that, you know, uh, the biggest little instrument in the world, mandolin. <laughs> ah, you know? right after the solo. or Yeah, like in the middle <laughs> of it, you know. So <sighs> I was like, oh my God, that's, an, that's a mandolin with a pickup on it, you know. Mm. Um, so yeah, Jacob had an extra mandolin at that point in time. It was an early 20s Gibson A4, like one of those mm-hmm. oval hole. Okay. So I took that on the road when I was with April Virch and... Uh, just started transcribing a bunch of tiny more and learning a bunch of traditional fiddle tunes and wow. it was off to the races from there yeah cool yeah i remember you played um yeah you played mandolin the first time i met you but it's yeah and then and well you played really well at that point so it has it must have been way into this journey then i'd say maybe a year or two into that mm-hmm. journey cuz like mm. at that point It was fun to go to Sweden and travel in Europe because I could blend in a little better over with you guys. Like if oh. when I when I pulled the mandolin out at uh. American festivals, I didn't I didn't know like fifty bluegrass tunes on the mandolin. I knew like mm. like ten. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. Um, it, so it was you you caught me in the middle of my growth spurt. <laughs> mm. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, Yeah, did we ever talk about the, like any um well yes, we talked about uh, some of the community answers from what got them to pick up the mandolin, but was there anything more to add to it? Yeah, just a, a bunch of varied cool answers and some mm-hmm. you would expect, right? You know, like uh One of them was here in the Dillards in the 80s, and mm, yeah. um, I, I see a lot of old and in the way uh, out there as kind of like the genesis for picking up a mandolin. Um, uh, old and in 
Yeah. Yeah, but it, it, it's like the 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 Grisman and Garcia thing. They 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 hear something and they wanna. What is that instrument? I want to try it, sort of. Yeah, yeah. It, it's cool to That's, hear all those responses, you know, because like mm. a lot of them, like where I grow up, it's like, well, my dad used to play a bunch of Bill Monroe records, you know what I mean? Mm. So it's like that's mm. kind of like standard response, but yeah. it's cool to hear people come in through these like uh, peripheral areas to bluegrass yep, and stuff, yep, yep, you know? Yep. Yeah, maybe more an easier entry point for someone that didn't grew up with it sort of absolutely mm. i would say it's the same thing for me with swedish folk also that i was first drawn into it from from uh, bands doing more like a crossover thing and then eventually went deeper into traditional stuff but yeah. that's for that's for another episode i guess going into <laughs> yeah <that>. exactly <laughs> yeah. yes i think i want to just say Thanks to ev- ev- to everyone listening to this podcast. We are looking forward to coming up with a new episode in a um, number of weeks. And uh, something you want to add before wrapping it up, Hayes? No, just uh, that we'll be back in, uh, in a little bit with another episode. But in the meantime, head to mandolinsecrets.com forward slash podcast for more information on how to keep up with the show. Yes, and also you find us in our Facebook group. Uh, so please, if you want to connect with us, you can find us in there. And uh, remember, until the next time, always as usual, be a music maker. <laughs>